I'm Ryan Castle, and it's showtime. That's right. We're jumping right into it with the heat today. This could really mean only one thing. My man all the way from the other side of the universe, which actually means just sort of Orange County-ish. Yeah, pretty pretty Some, far away. like that. Has come to join me on the three things we gotta talk about podcast. As you have arrived once again, it is episode four, and I'm stoked today because I'm joined by my main man, Jayway Alaranaga. Alaranaga? Close enough, that works. Say it, say it so we all know it. Laranaga. Laranaga, yeah. Malabuyak. There it's it is. Jayway, Jason. Yeah. Mr. How do, what do we call you, Jayway? Where did they even come from? That came from working at California Pizza Kitchen with my big bro at the time, fraternity, Chris Zimmerman. Okay. The cooks would always shout out, wait, like, oh yeah, wait. And then we just started saying way all the time. And then my name starts with a J. And then you put those two together and you get fucking magic. That's all that happens sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes like it's just like the most basic. It's lasted like, a long time. Yeah. And yeah. it just, and it became, it stuck with you. You used to have a nickname in, in college. Some people used to call me Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And that just started because me and Franco, another homie of ours from back in the day, we just used to quote the scene from old school at each other all the time. And he's all like, Cheese. That was it. It started just from that. And then from there, he started calling it to me. Other people heard him call me that. And next thing you know, I was just like, Cheese for like two years of my life. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> There's nothing you could do about it. No, it just, you just got to run with it. You got to own really it. really like Cheese? Or what yeah. Is, like, how do you even... feel about Munster? I was always curious because <laughs> they call you cheese. I was always more of a Gouda man okay. myself. Okay. You know? I can see that. Smoke yeah. Gouda? Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be smart. That's the only way to do it. Only when you're high. <laughs> I'm also a bit of a cheddar man, but that just doesn't sound refined enough. No. Yeah. Unless you're like aged cheddar. Aged cheddar. To me, when I see aged cheddar, I'm like, isn't that bad though? Like, do we want cheese to be well, aged? Just check like the date a- on it. How how aged is it? I know. Well, either if this should not be on your shelf. If sir. it's being called aged enough for them to put it on a label, I feel like it's some old cheese. Like usually, you don't hear cheese is not one of those things that gets better with age. Yeah. You know, it's not like a wine. How do you think they discovered aged cheddar? Like some guy had some old cheese. I still don't think it makes. Hey, sense. check this out. This it, has been in the basement, bro. and I totally forgot about it. Fucking. But it's bomb, bomb though. <laughs> Dang. Who wants a grilled cheese? <laughs> So uh, now that we've done all the cheese discussion that I think we had planned, I think we just jump into it. Hey, Jason. Hey, Castle. What's up? We got some things we got to talk about. Brass tacks. And until we're going to do that, we got to throw it up to the rundown, and we're going to kick it off with thing number one. Number one. Do likes matter? In real life? I'm more talking of like the Insta variety or social media in general. We've changed. That's the thing is we've actually completely changed how we view the term like. Uh-huh. Like liking something used to just be like, oh, I'm a favorite of that. I'm a fan. I like cheese. Mm-hmm. I like ketchup. I like John Lauerkette. You know, but like now liking something, it's a whole new brand of how you display. It, like it's almost like validation. Oh, right? it's for sure validation. Anyone who has like an Instagram accounts, like look at me, look what I'm doing. Hopefully you like it because yeah, that's why it's out there. Right. It's kind of taken over the entire concept of what we we perceive as validation, and I think it's taken on its own life. Where a lot of people view likes as this non-existent justification as to what you're doing, and they almost live for likes. Yep. That's the most important thing to them. Is it's like you see people now doing fake vacations, where they will just take pictures like they're on a plane and they're going place just to pretend like they're going somewhere just to get those likes. Like, I bring this up because it's actually become a legit debate as Instagram is now experimenting in certain parts of the world with taking away likes. Mm -hmm. Some countries, they're just not showing the number of likes. And you know, the entire concept is don't live for likes. Don't post just to get likes. You know, be you, live life as it is. So that's sort of the stance that Instagram is taking. But they're trying to appeal to to the masses on that because some people don't care, but there's people that really do care. There's people that make money off of it. Right. That's the thing. It's like it becomes, for some people, it becomes like a business strategy. And that's something you've seen. So that's where it's interesting because I think it's very easy to actually take the common answer to it that everybody will tell you is, no, likes don't matter. It's all about what's in the real world. Don't live to get likes. Like live to live, you know, and all that. And of course, you should not live your life around getting likes. You shouldn't be thinking about likes when you're not on Instagram. But it's legitimately like a business model for a lot of people. Like the validation of a company, of a business, oftentimes translates to likes. And a lot of times, if people are looked at hiring your business or even hiring you as a person, depending on what it is, 
the first thing a lot of times I look at is how many followers, how many likes this thing has, and that based off that, how legitimate they are. And then if you, there's a feature where you can see what your friends are liking too. So it's like, mm -hmm. hey, what do they like? Yeah. And you're like, oh, should I like that too? Then you take a look at it and you're like, oh shit, this is really cool. I'm gonna go ahead and like that also. But I think it matters to everyone. It matters to me, I'm guilty. It does low key. How many times you've seen, let's say you get 49 likes on a picture, have you liked your own picture to get to 50? Just to I get have. it up to that one? I it's did. happened before. I'm not proud of it. It's only when... But uh, sometimes I'm like, this picture deserved 50. Motherfucker yeah, is going to be... And I waited difference. a couple days. you got to wait. You can't do it right away because... No, no, no. Because then when other people see it, they'll see Jason like his own picture. If you like same day, no, you gotta wait. You can't be days. same day like her on that. Can't be same day like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't done that in a while, it's but I've done it. Yeah. I'm not proud of it. And then sometimes you'll you see when like somebody they'll post a, a picture and then it doesn't get likes like right away, so then they'll delete it, and they'll be like, wait, it was the wrong time of day. Like let's try, and you see them re-upload it. Like it wasn't getting enough lights right out of the gate, and I had to delete it. They're going for prime time. Have you ever felt the stress of posting something and then you look back at it like 30 minutes later, like? Bro, only like two people like that? Yeah. <laughs> There's times where I think I have like gold on my hands and I'm like, dude, this is hot. Like this, this is, is so I gotta good. post this right now. I don't care if it's one in the morning, it's coming out. <laughs> I wake up in the morning, I'm just like sick. Five likes, okay. okay. Well, I guess I can't repost that. Yeah. Do I double dip? Do I post it to the story? Hey, just in case you didn't see what I posted uh, at one in the morning in the Duncan <laughs> State, you should probably check this out now because it's worthy. But are you you're more story now than post? I think I am. I'm mostly story, yeah. Me too. Cause you know why? Because what I like about the story is sometimes I want to put things up, but not like permanent. Like you know, your page is a representation of what you offer. Sometimes like, okay, that's a cool sunset. I want to capture that, but I don't need to have that on my page like all the time. Oh, this is a this is a cool show I'm going to, but I need to make a whole post. It's not post worthy, you know. It's story worthy. Have you cleaned up your page? I've never like deleted anything. Now. I did it a couple. Yeah. Where I was just kind of like, what was that? I don't think I've ever really deleted anything. And some of my early stuff, my early work. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, some of it, like before, like there was a story and like there are some things that I'm like, I would never have made a post about that now, but like. There's things that are dumb that I kept. Like my very first post was like, hey, I just opened an Instagram page. I want to post something. Yeah. And I just posted the sun visor in my Civic that told you how to properly seat a child with the airbag. <laughs> And that's still I got like six likes and I didn't have any followers at the time. So I was yeah, like, hey, that's things pretty good. Can only this go, can only go up from here. I think Jason's Insta life is getting off on a good start here. Yeah. We kicked it off. Kicked it off. They definitely matter. Here's my issue. And no and one wants to admit it, but they fucking 100% Here's matter. the thing. It definitely matters when somebody has a lot because like it's like the first thing. If there's somebody that has like a shit ton of likes, Inevitably, that's gonna be like one of the first things that referenced every time people talk about him. It'll be like, oh, I, I hear you're dating a new guy, uh, Jessica. Yeah, he's really cool. You know, he's like into his family. He has 50,000 followers on Twitter. You know, <laughs> throughout it, it becomes like one of their top three qualities that they bring to the table. He's verified. He has the blue. Yeah, guy. he has the blue. <laughs> I mean, and then you're almost just like, oh shit. How many times have you looked up somebody, you see the blue check, and you're like, oh, okay, oh. All right, but what, then you're also like, who is this? But who, what the fuck? What, what, what are they doing? Who verified you as what? Yeah. How come I'm not a verified member of society? I'm, I'm here. Influencers. Yeah. Influencer. I guess so. Honestly, with me, I, uh, I, I just tend to not actually get liked that often. <laughs> if I'm being straight up. I don't know what it is, but I've never been one to garner a lot of likes. I like to think, you know what? They want to like it, but they don't want to show their cards on it. They don't want to like put it out there in the yeah, ether that they yeah, physically true. like it. So, so I'll have more people look at my story than will actually like my post. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, and and that's the people. I feel like yeah. those people that you see is uh, following your shit all the time, you're like, those are the people that really like. They don't want to say it. They're doing it in a hidden manner. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they... I think that's why we're leaning towards stories now. Yeah, yeah. It's like way more. Here's my issue with Instagram, though. They're doing this experiment where... They're like, oh, we're gonna take away likes because you shouldn't live for likes. At the same time, in order to put a link in your story or do the swipe up or like get somebody, you have to have 10,000 followers. So I'm like, hey, Instagram, decide what you are. Are you for the, the common folk that are like, oh, you don't need to worry about your followers and links? Or are you now telling me, oh, I don't have enough followers. You're not important enough to be able to insert your link. Cause I would like to, I just made a new website. I got a new podcast going. I'd like to be able to link this stuff. This is something I'm thinking about moving forward. I'm like, I'd like to be able to send links to my podcast through my story, wherever, that's probably where I'm being seen the most mm -hmm. these days. Mm -hmm. And they're not gonna let me do that because I'm just not important enough. In the ten, I didn't know that. You need yeah, ten thousand people. Which is not like normal people don't get ten. I don't even know ten thousand people in my life combined. 
Like, you don't just end up with 10,000 followers just as a regular person. You want me to start a GoFundMe? But like, you don't have to give money, just follow. <laughs> just give follows. Just give follows. follows. And, and there's ways Networking. You could, Networking. that's what they always say. So ultimately what we've come to, hang on, there's a fucking bus. Sip time. Sip. Sippy. Mm. <laughs> Sippy. Drinking. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Good for you. We might just keep that in there. I don't know. That's literally how me and Jason have communicated for the past 12 this years. This is brought to you by On The Rocks Cocktails. What is it called? They're called On The Rocks. Oh, I thought it was F. These oh, are F- premium cocktails right here. It's a Cosmopolitan. Them. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Effin On The Rocks Cosmopolitan. This shit is bomb. That's uh, not actually written on the bottle. I added that last part myself, but you know what, it's bomb. So ultimately, I think what we've landed on here is likes matter, even though you don't really want them to, they kind of do. And I don't have them. Yeah. <laughs> I like you. Okay, well thank you. But it's, you so, know, you're pushing it right just, now. Let <laughs> me just say, let me just say, because I don't get that many of them, I appreciate every single one of them that much more. Yeah, know? and that's another thing, real quick, you always check to see who liked their stuff. And mm-hmm. then you give them reciprocal like, and then you're like, fucking pay it forward. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's something I don't do. No, that might be I'm where I too. That might be where I've I seen some it. posts. Where I'm like, eh. yeah, I don't know if I want to commit to that. There are some times when I see something and I mentally do. I'm like losing it. followers right now. <laughs> <laughs> we both are. It, we Damn have, it! I don't know. I, I feel like maybe everything we're saying here is very easy to hate on. But you know what? Yeah. If you get a reaction, it's because it's true. Boom. Yeah, that's right. It's the truth that you don't want to admit. A lot of people's initial reaction to likes matter is going to be a hard no. They will tell you no, but you know what? We bring the real. We only have honesty to bring into this podcast. Yeah. And um, that's, that's why we're here. That's why we're here up in the Castle Tower. That's why I took the red eye from Whittier, California. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take more appreciation than those that like instead of those that don't like. That's the way to live. That's a great way to live right there. That's a great way Boom. to live. Boom. Write that down. Yep. Okay. On that note, I think it's time to jump into thing number two. Number two. Things that are hard that shouldn't be. As I just said that, it sounds like a weird sexual thing, but like, let's, let's get your head out of the gutter, right? That's not what we're talking about. Things that are that are hard that seem like the, wait. Things that, that should be easy, easy. Yeah, nice. But are actually hard for some reason. <laughs> Things that are hard that shouldn't be. Things that are harder than they should be. So I'll go ahead and kick us off and give an example. Walking down a hallway, and there's another person walking this way, that should be easy. Should be easy. It's fucking hard. There's a whole, like, every single time you inevitably go through a whole process in your brain of how to go about yeah. it. So what's your strategy for when you're walking down the hall of somebody? I don't know. It depends on uh, who, who's walking across. Because you for sure look and see who's coming. You're like, okay. Yeah. It's a dude. Does he look cool? Does he not look cool? Older guy, younger guy? Do you know them? Do you know them? If it's like an elderly person, you're gonna say hi because, hey, we're not all completely fucked. Like, we're nice people. Do you actually say hi or do you just kind of give the nod? I'll go for a nod. Yeah, I'll go for a nod. Tip of the cap, maybe? Tip of the cap if I'm wearing one. (laughs) Ma'am, to older lady. You would say ma'am? Ma'am? You said that's a cowboy hat thing? Are you wearing a Stetson now? Bolo tie. Ma'am, yeah. (laughs) We're wearing a tank top, so it's really weird. Yeah. He said there's a process, so it's like, what is that whole interaction gonna be? Five seconds? Mm-hmm. So in five seconds, what goes through your head? What am I gonna do? I don't wanna be awkward. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I wanna look though. So that's where, that's a brother. dilemma. So yeah. I so, lose sleep over it sometimes. I, <laughs> having worked with the NFL for like five years, there is this long, narrow hallway that you have to walk in to get into the the door that I would have to walk into. It's literally like the length of a football field and it's just a long, narrow passageway. And I deal with this on a daily basis because you'd see somebody coming through and I would always have to have that. First of all, there's far enough oftentimes where I wasn't usually sure if I knew them. So if you're not sure, then it's like, uh, do you wave from the beginning? Do you start having conversation from 50 yards away? Like, do you guys, do you kind of like just wait till you walk up close? Do you stop and have conversation? Mm -hmm. Do you give them just a head nod? All these things go through my head on a daily basis every single time. There was even one time where I started to walk and there was this girl who I never, you know when you work with somebody but you never had a conversation with that person yeah. and you've just become acceptant like, yeah, we don't talk. Like, I just don't talk mm-hmm. to that person. We don't we don't even like say hi to each other, like nothing. Like, it was one of those and I looked up and saw her. At the same time, I remembered, oh, I gotta go back to my car and get something. So, what is that now? 
Who is yelling? That was a convertible Jeep. So uh, I think that's what you have to do when you're driving a yeah, convertible you Jeep. Yeah, it's like, it's like having a limo and you have to like scream at the top. And Absolutely. Like, you got to do that. If you're like a group of girls going to prom. Yeah, you have to, 100%. Yeah. Okay. So I looked up and saw her. And from her perspective, I walked out and looked up and saw her and then I walked away. Like, nah, I'm not even doing it. I'm not even doing the whole hallway thing. Abort, abort. Yeah, and I wanted to almost like go back. And I was like, oh, that looked really bad. Like, and I, but I never talked to her anyway. So like, it's screw it. We just, now we're really never going to talk. Yeah, like, that was it. That's the end of that. So here was the process I always went with that. Would you address that with her though? If you saw her again? Hey, remember that one If time? we did have, I think we actually, I did have a random conversation with her at like the Christmas party. Remember and when I was awkward in that hallway? Yeah. Oh, how embarrassing is that? That is almost the time when that'll come out. Like I've been holding on to this Perfect. for like a year and a half, you know. You have and, some, you have a you have a base for a conversation. Yes, and we'll be better good. friends as a result from that. Absolutely. And then until the next time we see each other back in work mode and then we don't talk. And anymore. then she'll like your posts. Yeah. No. <laughs> that a whole other day. But following work people, that's a whole other conversation. Oh, wow, yeah. That's another like that's next level. Yeah. Like when do you follow somebody that you work with? Like do you you have to you don't want to do it right out the gate, but no, you, you always have have to do the hey or the little cover like you oh. on, are you on instagram yeah, yeah or just on, show them something on instagram it's something yes that's how it happens something on instagram comes up and you almost have to have that like oh you're you are you on instagram too like it's something that we all didn't know that we're all a part of and you're like oh hey yeah actually like let's let's it's gotta follow. be like casual like let's that. do the follow thing not like in a super bad when he's like hey you guys on facebook so you guys or, on myspace or, or, or MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> That was how our, we first experienced that, was uh, when MySpace was, the, that was like the first, I don't know about you, but that was my first experience with social media. Uh-huh. And we yeah. used to always have that conversation back then, like, it, you know what we do? It would be when we take a photo of somebody. Somebody would take a picture. And back then, taking pictures was more noteworthy because everybody didn't have it on their phones. Mm-hmm. So you'd actually have to bring the camera. You were big on having a camera. I had a fucking Canon elf, motherfucker. Yeah, and that thing, and you would take great pictures with it. But then you'd take the pictures, and then they'd all be like, MySpace! Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, like you have my, I don't want to follow you on MySpace. Like, what's your, you know, what's your name? I don't know. Everybody on MySpace had a stupid name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uppercase, like lowercase, sentence. uppercase, lowercase. Yeah. It'd be like a sentence, a random statement. Yeah. You thought that Wait, was who is this? <laughs> Yeah, you gotta yeah. scroll down for the name. Yeah, 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 you have to go to the oh, home. oh, okay. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I think I met him at a party like last week. That's the other thing. Okay, then there's the immediately friend guy. Like we all knew that guy too. The guy who like the second you even had any interaction with him, he's immediately like, yeah, let's let's link up on mm-hmm. Facebook and my and he starts hitting up on it. So I'm always cautious not to be that person. But there's a a general a grace period from when I started working with somebody to when it's like. All right, now it's not weird. Now I think we've come along to a certain point where I know you well enough. If I hit you with this follow, you're not gonna think it's weird and you'll hit me with a follow back. And now we're friends on another level, you know, but it takes some time. Definitely gotta give it some time. Okay, that actually feeds in this category. It sounds like we went back to thing number one, but it actually works to thing number two. Like how to follow somebody shouldn't be a thing that's hard, but it can be sometimes. Uh, 100%. There's a whole mental game that goes with that. Yeah, there's a process. Um, here's a crazy story. Not that this person followed me, but I, in my business, we make a lot of phone calls. We got a lot of calls from customers. I work in inside sales. A lot of customers like to work over text message. If you add a contact to your phone, then you start getting people you may know suggestions, right? Apparently, this girl that I, she works with me or she orders through me, she was like, hey, I don't want this to sound psycho or not, but you came up on my suggested friends on Instagram and I saw that you have a corgi. I have one too. And I was like, I've been working for for like a month. I'm like, okay, that's a, there's a month, but it's also like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> you know why she made it weird? It's because she brought it up in conversation. Like she could have just followed you. Then she could have addressed the elephant in the room next time she saw you. Like, I followed you because you came up with my suggested friends, but now that I'm following you, I saw you have a corgi. Like now you could talk about it. Cause like once you're actually following, it's less stalkerish. Yeah. If she just creeped on your page, didn't hit follow, but then like check, you're like, what else did you look at? Because that is my child. <laughs> what are you looking at? Why are you looking my at my child? <laughs> no, I mean, it's not weird, but it was kind of weird. Well, she, she came at it wrong. Came so at it kind of wrong. So that's a thing is a hard thing is to address somebody's social media. Cause like it's a different world mm-hmm. where we usually generally see the people that we actually know in life. You kind of know about what's going on in their life based on social media, but like you almost need, you can't address it that way. You almost gotta have them bring it up. So you like lean into it. For example, I see you got a corgi. 
I might just next time I talk to you, I'm like, oh hey, did, by the way, did you get a dog or something? And then you'd be like, yeah. And then you talk instead of being like, that's, oh, see, that's a good question. Did yeah, you get a dog? that's yeah. a good way to do it. Okay. And then we can talk about your corgi at that point. And I'm like, I led you. It's um, it's a corgi, by the way. I've never had a dog in my life. I don't know no, dog breeds. I don't know any dog corgi breeds. Corgi sounds sounds cooler. I've had roommates with dogs, and I do the walk around thing. Okay, here's another good one. I'm glad we're on this subject. Okay, a dog conversation. Right? Because some people love their dog conversation. Now, as I said, I've never had a dog, but I've had roommates with dogs, and I'll take them for a walk every now and then, and they always get those dog people that want to have that dog conversation with you. And I don't ever have the answers they want, you know, because, like, the dogs will come up and start sniffing each other and stuff. And I'll be like, oh, it's cool. What what breed is it? And I'll be like, I don't I don't know. I don't know the breed. It's like a mix or something. Yeah, just name a popular yeah, breed. Yeah, yeah. I literally never know the answer to that. And then the next question they always ask is, oh, is he a rescue? And you know what? I just started saying yes, because that's what people want to hear. That's what they want to hear. I, I would, at first, I'd always be like, I don't know. It's my roommate's dog. I don't really know. Oh, I got him at a puppy mill that was run by child labor. So Discounted. I like to say he rescued me. Oh, wow. <laughs> then you got to follow right there. Yeah. We should follow each other on Instagram. How about that? How, how about uh, when, you, when you meet somebody? Actually, now, I have actually learned this. Sometimes when you meet somebody, say it's at a bar or something and it's encounter, maybe with a female or something, sometimes it's almost like I don't ever like to ask. I kind of have a thing where like if I'm meeting somebody for the first time, I like to let like fate play a little bit. Like unless we've been like hanging out for a long time, I don't really want to ask for a number or an Instagram handle or anything. I'm almost just like, let's see if fate brings us back around. And then it'll be like, oh, now that I've seen you multiple times, like let's catch up sometime. But it's almost like better situation to get the Instagram instead of the number these days. It's just a, an easier way to kind of interact with that person. You can respond to their stories. You can like their posts. Because like, yeah, if you just have a number, then it, you're stuck with just basic like text conversation or something, which can get awkward quickly. That's a whole other thing as well. Getting people's contacts. What? Why is that? Getting in contact with people, like keeping in contact with people, shouldn't be that difficult. It should be able to be like the old days when you just give somebody a phone call every couple of weeks. You're like, yeah, I just wanted to check in on you, see how everything's going. In the days before social media, that was how we actually kept up with everybody. The older generation does that. Yeah. been around it, phone calls are big. Right. And I I appreciate that. We can have a text conversation throughout the week. And not get as much information from each other as we would in a five-minute phone call. It's almost like if you talk to somebody on the phone, it's impossible not to get caught up with whatever everything that's happening in their life. Like that's what it does. We're interacting. We're talking about things that are happening in life, and that's what the hell? Why? All of your engines suck. Okay, it doesn't make you cooler. It's not gonna get you more likes. <laughs> Do you have anything that you wanted to add to the uh, list of things that should be? easy but they're actually difficult i actually wanted to hear the finishing of your story with the, the girl in the hallway i kind of cut in and oh right we we took like eight right turns since then yeah rabbit, um, we went down the rabbit okay course. no no so here's what okay no this was what i was gonna say so having worked there a long time i came up with a system so when i walked down that hallway at first if i don't recognize the person right away i kind of sort of keep my head down maybe i look at my phone i'm pretending like i'm not present you hear a lot of complaints these days about people not being present. Oh, they're looking at the phone. Sometimes it's strategic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm doing that intentionally because I don't want to have to be like, oh, we're making eye contact for 48 seconds straight as we walk towards each other. We're not saying anything. That's a lot more awkward. Maybe I looked down at my phone and then my system was always, once they got close enough to where they're in my periphery, to where now I could see who they are and they can hear my voice close enough, that's when I kind of look up at them, mm-hmm. and I have that, sometimes it'd be a snap decision, a snap, oh, I know this person, oh, hey, and then you kind of have to make those decisions right away. Sometimes you have that quick uh, eight-second conversation as you're passing by, like, oh, hey, did you see that game the other day? That was nuts, yeah. And you kind of have that we're not breaking stride conversation. We're going to keep going. Yeah, yeah. Got somewhere to and be. you know what? you know what that all comes down to? How you break it off. How you end it. What's the last note? If you break it off on like, a, we have a good five second interaction and then you come up like, ha that's good. No, yeah, you, hey, you'll get them next time though, right? Yeah, I did. All right, see you later. Yeah. And like that, you're like, that was good. Like now you and that person just have that like, ah, they, in your head, think, you know, he's thinking, that's a cool guy. I like that's him. a cool guy. Yeah. So you know, the next time it's going gonna, it's gonna to be even cooler. Yeah. And now we know how to walk past each other. And it's not awkward. We're on the flip side. Yeah. 
when you have like an awkward interaction where you're just kind of like, oh, hey, they're just kind of like, hi, and then they, they like stutter for a second, like, are we stopping? You're like, no, but I'm like, I'm gonna keep going. Do you walking. recognize higher ups in your office? What do you mean recognize? So like in our office, if we happen to see any execs walking by or just anyone above your, your pay grade pretty much, and if you're trying to move up in the company, I just went through this class where they t- they want you to they have actually teach you a, in a class how a to do thirty this. second elevator pitch. Oh, the elevator, elevator, pitch. elevator yeah, pitch. Yeah, I know about that. That's why I was asking if you if I walk by in, in my office, we have a same thing, long as long as fucking hallway mm-hmm. that echoes like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So like you hear footsteps, you know someone's coming. It's encouraged to stop and initiate a conversation. Right, which, which is great. It's yeah. great if you can, but at the same time, every time I pass by them. You get the vibe that like they're aware of their position and also like the the need to like for other people to kind of want to be in good with them. It's kind of like approaching a hot girl, right? It's like talking to a hot girl. It's like okay, we we all know you're hot here. Everybody probably usually wants to talk to you. Yep. So what I like to be able to do if I can make it work in both those situations is I'm not approaching you because of who you are, but I actually just had this thing like pop like oh you look at the shirt you're like oh. Element? Yeah. Did you did you go to the uh, the conference last year? The other thing, like, uh, and then I'll be like, no. You like that? apple like, teenies too? Yeah. Oh, oh that's crazy. Oh, yeah. You want my cherry? <laughs> <laughs> that's totally different. They never heard that. Right. I always like to have some kind of break in where in in either situation where it's like, oh, there's a reason I'm actually talking. It's not about you. What I just saw just reminded me. It triggered this whole idea. And when it comes to like talking to girls or something at a bar. Uh, there's been many times where like I will try to come up with something like that and if I don't I'm just like ah, I got nothing in my yeah. I'm not even I would rather like not say anything than to like just come in with what's up yeah you know? how many times does what's up work that's another good one hey what's up what should be easy that's actually hard just like saying what's up like hey just initiating the initiating is the hardest part because once i'm engaged in a full-on conversation like i can go for days we could all be super comfortable but opening it up that's so much it's a such a process it puts you out there in such like a like a firing squad manner like writing a paper the the hardest part was just starting yeah which i learned as a writer in college um don't get stuck on that just start writing. And, and and unfortunately in life, you can't jump back to the intro. You have to start with the intro. But I, a lot of times when I was writing back in college, uh, I would write the intro last. Just get to the point of what you want to talk about. Because in Word document, you can always just space, go back up to the top line and like rewrite that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what's helpful about this that. This is where you want to be Zach Morris, but you can't pause time. And- no, we can't pause time. Yeah, so I feel like we, we ran the, the drain on the walking by people, but did you have another one that you thought was, that, that should be easy? What, what do you encounter regularly? This is embarrassing, be- but ironing a shirt. Ironing a shirt. When you get to the sleeve, you got the little creases by the buttons. It just always throws you off. Yeah. I always can't get my iron hot enough. I always see like when you got the steam irons, when the like pros are doing it, they're like, wow. And it's like, you're looking at the ironing they're doing. You're like, that's a really effective iron. How come when I iron, it never actually works that good? Mm-hmm. You know, and I had an iron stolen from me like two years ago and I just have never replaced it. My iron now, honestly, is the dryer. Yeah, yeah a couple dryer spin. sheets. Yeah, give, yeah. It, give it in yeah. a dryer for like 15 minutes. and They that's... advertise that now. Throw in a couple dryer sheets, save the iron. Who's advertising that? Um, I think it was Bounce. <laughs> I think. What's funny enough, I'm in the market for an iron or a steamer. I heard steamer is a little bit better. If anybody out there has a steamer for sale, maybe at a discount rate, wants to give uh-huh, the three things uh-huh, we want to uh-huh. talk about, hook up. Yep, hook up. Why don't you uh, drop a like? It always comes up where I'm like, we should uh, send us an email. And like, I don't even have an email account. <laughs> it's all new website. This, this podcast yeah, is yeah. new. At some point, maybe, you know. One thing really... Hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> like me. Follow me. Like me. <laughs> like, like me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> when you're ironing though, if you've ever been ironing around like a group of people, like you ever go to a formal or something where you're ironing and you're around a bunch of people, right. no matter what you're doing, you look like you know what you're doing. Oh, that is always good. Like, uh, hey, you know how to iron? Can you iron my shirt? Hey, I'm like, I'm going to fuck up your shirt too. We're getting okay, ready to go out in Vegas. And, oh, yeah, and Vegas hotel rooms always have an iron. And honestly, that's like the only time I do actually maybe bring out the other because it's there. And because one person starts And to one iron. person starts doing it and you're like, hey, actually, as long as we're... Can you hit mine up? And and every time somebody else is... I may ever, have ironed your shirt once before. It's definitely happened. 
<laughs> so I'm sorry if I fucked it up. We've had many encounters in Vegas with each other, so like that definitely has taken place. Because you know, you get your Vegas attire, you be like, oh, I gotta put, it's gotta look right. And then I, every single time in my experience, I've watched somebody else start to iron. They're always a boss at it. And in my head, I get a little jealous. I'm like, God, I wish I knew how to iron like that. They so, have like music that you hear in like a karate dojo, and they're just like focused. What? Blissful. <laughs> oh, you mean like that? Uh, relaxing sort of like Zen spa. Yes. Like, please. I've never been in a karate dojo. I yeah, just, I don't think you have. I think all you hear is screaming, actually. I think that's what and a you lot of imagine to be. Like, yeah. you're you're imagining one of those like ninja yards where they're all like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And then someone's playing the bamboo pipe in the background, mm-hmm. but you yeah. don't see him. No, you never there's see the a guy lot of credit, but he's always there. We've given a, a lot of things to think yeah. about because that we life is fucking hard. Bro. It is. It should be easy, but it's hard. Life. How about life? Oh my god. You think life is easy, but like it's pretty broad. Hard. You know what? That's Here's the thing. Day to day life. Not that hard. It's not that hard to get through a day. And then you look at the grand scheme and you're like, remember all the things I did that were hard? Hey, I got through it. And I knocked it out of the park most of the time. Sometimes I fucked up. We fucked up. Like your fucking school science project. What? I was tripping balls. It was like. You're saying this like I know you're talking about. I was supposed to do like a science project. When you did a a science project in school. Like in like middle school or Uh whatever. And I was thinking like that was the hardest thing in my life at that time. Right. And I did one on stain removers. Little samples of carpet, soy sauce, you know, uh, whatever. Were you like? But it was like it? the hardest thing at the time because right. I did the whole thing by myself, and I was like, "You look back," and I was like, "You got through it, though." Right. There's so many times, and I know which stain remover is the best. Yeah, so. yeah, which was it? And <laughs> you want to give that secret? I want... think it was a Resolve. Okay. Yeah. That's a good. I don't one. have a bottle in my house. But... You know, next time I go out looking for stain removers, I want to look for Resolve. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now that you did the work for me, and I think more so than anything, what schooling does for you, because a lot of the things we learned, we don't really maintain you don't remember couldn't remember one thing i learned in geometry except for that the teacher had a test that he did every year and every greek student knew this <laughs> we all knew how to he just changed the order of the numbers it was amazing what you do get from that is you learn how to problem solve you basically learn how to overcome what gets thrown at you and you're like i think i can solve this i can put out some fires yeah yeah i will be able to get to the bottom of this so that puts into perspective that ironing is not that big of a deal because the, you've done the, other shit in the grand scheme way harder ironing is a small area but you know what that's why we don't iron if you walk to a party with a wrinkled shirt it's gonna be notable so oh, yeah. don't do that get i mean throw it in the dryer throw it in the dryer there's a way there's ways around it ultimately yeah. ironing's hard you can solve that problem we can solve it yeah okay so why don't we do this? Now that we've circled two things, we could take a little break since it's kind of hot in here. We'll refill our sippies, and then we're gonna go to the hat. Are you prepared for that? Sippy, sippy, drinky, drinky. We're going to the hat. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. go to the hat next, okay? And uh, to you, the listener, it's not even gonna be a break. It's with the magic wedding, we're gonna jump right back into it. But like this, this is a break that we need, okay? So through this, we're going to the hat. We're going to the hat. This is how me and Jason and This is how we live. Alright, we will be back. And we're back. We're back here with Jason Malabuyak. We're on the three things we gotta talk about podcast, and this is my I was gonna say PBR radio voice. What am I thinking of? NPR? I don't know, Pro- Professional Bull Riders Association? Is that what you're trying to say? Professional to say, I wish every car that drove by did not have a loud horse you engine. You want to do a traditional like radio voice. This is how I'm gonna speak for the radio show. If I actually talk, that was like pretty that, good. Actually. It was all right, but yeah. like I would, I put myself to sleep just a little bit. Yeah. You know, so, I almost left, but yeah, everybody else. I think that's where we lost four of our eight viewers. <laughs> Or listeners, where they are. Fifty percent is still good. Well, still hey, good. let's just have a drinky. Well, sippy, drinky, sippy. And we're back for real. A little clink, a little clanking. I like the sound. A little of juice, that. a little. That's a little uh, communication juice, just so we know that we're loosey goosey, ready yeah, to rock. Ready yeah. to rock. And you know what that means? Not only is it time for number three, it's time to go to the hat. We're going to the hat. We're going to the hat. We're going to the hat. Uh, 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 uh. Better get a baseball bat. 
That ain't going to the hat. I don't know why we got a baseball bat involved, but because anyway. a hat and a cap. It does work, right? Okay. I don't hat, even need cap, to bat. I shouldn't even question myself now. Yeah, just kept it on. All right. Well, I liked it, so yeah. Keep that in there. All right. That's all of this is staying. Don't worry, including that car that just drove by on the outside. There's so many damn cars in Hermosa Beach on a Saturday. It's a lot of loud engines. We literally had to wait. Uh, 15 minutes to re-record because there was a truck backing up for what seemed like an eternity and all the old school cars It was like the... moonwalking, but with the, re was. the reverse sound. If every single time Michael Jackson did his moonwalk it had the, the reverse sound, it would have been much less appealing. Yeah, I wouldn't have a poster of it. Incredibly turned. Do you actually have that poster? It's, Is not, it... it's not hanging up now. Would you take it down once it became scandalous? No, uh, we moved a couple of times and it just hasn't gone back up. It, yeah. And posters. I think I'm getting rejected. Yeah, my, my, it's 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 uh, out of your hands. My better half is yeah. saying no, yeah. that's not nah. going up. But I'm like, but he's moonwalking. But it's Michael. Do you understand he's what he's doing? Well, it's I haven't thing. watched that special. I don't. I, I haven't either. That's I know a, that's a dark tone. It's right a delicate. There. It's a delicate. Yeah. But at the same time, like he's the kind of guy. Not to let's not get too weird on Michael here. But I will say this: he was the kind of guy. Like as much as I always appreciated, enjoyed watching his talent, you're always like, he's fucking weird. He's a, he's a weird guy. He's a weird guy. Yeah. So there's probably some things about him that would weird me People out. People want to get 10. You don't want to reverse 10. He wanted to become like the whitest, yeah. But like if we had grown up with like early Michael and we had watched like him Jackson grow up. Jackson 5 Michael. Yes, we watched him grow up from Jackson 5 Michael to, you know, rock with you, Michael. Then in the early 80s, you're like, look at Michael. He's turning out hits. He's turning into the star that we all knew he would be. Mm -hmm. He might be the most talented person we've ever mm -hmm. seen. And then suddenly you watched him kind of go through what happened in like the early 90s and how uh, suddenly he, metamorphosis suddenly he became this yeah. like white guy with this really soft voice who really liked to hang out with kids and monkeys yeah, the monkey, monkey. Yeah. yeah that would have been a hard like acceptance to be like yeah. what the fuck is going on though so uh now that we've talked about the entire history of the jackson five i think tito's still holding it down so that's cool is he I don't know. Like, like flies under the radar, but that's where he lives. Not here or here, but right there. There, <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> but that's not what we're here to discuss. Jason, you know what time it is? Time to go to the hat. Hat. We're going to the hat. We're going. I'm actually shaking it up for you this time. We're going to the hat. Jason's gonna pick it with a baseball bat. And so now that we got a topic, we're gonna talk about thing. Number three. Number three. If you could live out the experience of any character in a movie, who would you choose? Shit. Sorry, I threw your hat on the ground. It's okay, it's only a $40 snapback. It's, it's getting picked up. I actually do care, but I, that's why I I'm going to pretend like I, I felt like it did. I meant to get it on I my I have car. a lint roller in my car. It doesn't matter. Alright, so we got an interesting subject here. Uh, because us both being uh, classic movie fans, particularly the 80s and 90s variety, there's a lot of characters that we could go off of here. Like, so basically the topic is, if you could go ahead and live that experience that took place in a movie that mm -hmm. you enjoyed, which character would you want to live that life of? Well, you know, I was kind of sure, but now after this Michael Jackson talk, I'm just kidding. Was that a reference to? Because I wanted to be Robin Williams and Hook, but he's yeah. just hanging out with a bunch of kids and shit. But he also has Tinkerbell, which is cool, so I don't want to go down that route. But it would definitely be Robin Williams and Hook. Okay. That whole experience, just think of his experience right. in Neverland. One. Well, walk me through it from your perspective. Well, he's a lawyer in the beginning, so that's kind right. of cool. You got, you know, making good money. He's boring though, right? He's pretty boring. Boring dude. Boring dude. Uh, not adventurous. No. But the whole transformation that he goes through, motherfucker gets to fly to Neverland even though I think he was unconscious and he was taken, you know, by Tinkerbell without him knowing. Remind me of how that happened, because I haven't seen Hook in a while. So, um, Captain Hook makes his way to his house because his... What? He just showed up on, like, on his doorstep? Yeah. What a trip that must have been. Yeah. Think about that. Captain and so, and so in this movie, uh, Robin Williams so Wendy had a history as actual Peter Pan. His name is Peter Banning. He's actually Peter Pan grown up. So he actually, oh, so Peter Pan grew up. So remember how like Peter's like, oh, I'm gonna grow up. I'm not gonna grow up. Well, yeah, the yeah, motherfucker yeah. grew up. He did grow up, and so he forgot that whole history. Yeah. He forgot and then all and then Captain Hook fucking tracked him down because it's Wendy's house in London, London, England. Is he married to Wendy now or something? Or no, no. So Wendy is now a grandmother. Oh, she's an old. Because okay. remember, she flew back in the original, and Peter stayed in Neverland. So, so he she, didn't grow she's up. Got, there's an age gap now. Is that why? Okay, so when he was in Le Netherland, he didn't actually grow up. Like no, no, he... you don't grow. Remember, you don't grow old in Netherland. Okay, 
I haven't seen Peter Which Pan. Which is kind of weird time, so. because then how are there old people in Neverland? Yeah, I don't know. That's and a whole other thing. That's a, we can get caught. <laughs> and why is everybody not a child? Like if exactly. you're in Neverland, then yeah. why are there like slightly like like I didn't think of Peter Pan as like a child. He was kind of like a teenager. Was a teenager. Right? Yeah. So how did he even age to that point? Because he yeah that's the same thing. Well, anyway, so now he rabbit hole we can he came back and he's boring old guy and then right. Captain Hook comes in to visit Wendy at her house in in England and kidnaps Peter's kids. So Tinkerbell flies over too and says, "Hey, he's got your kids now. Right, you got to come with me." He gets Jack. He gets fucked up by Tinkerbell because Tink's like, "You got to come with me." He's like, "I don't want to go because mm-hmm. you know I don't believe in this shit." And she brings him over anyway. But the whole transformation right. and he gets there, he's doesn't fit in. He's a grown up. They kill grown-ups over there, the Lost Boys do, apparently, mm-hmm. and Rufio, which we all got to know Rufio. and we loved Rufio. I mean, what a character that was. You've been him for Halloween multiple I times. I was. Yeah. I was. It was great. It yeah, was great. Solid. I made my own costume. Just want to drop that out. You have to. Yeah, it was, and it was solid. We walked around Vegas with it, and the whole time you were, everybody that saw you would go, Rufio! It writes itself. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. It was a it was good a great experience. Time. It was a great time. But yeah, dude, he got to, he got to fly. I feel like the, the he gist make believe food, you, but then it became real because he believed. I never understood that. He got to fight pirates. So like you can just envision that this is food, and then you actually get to taste it, and like you get filled. If you believe you that there's food enough. there, he believed there was food there. Mm-hmm. And then hey, guess what? There's a sandwich in front of you, bro. There was like nine cakes, as I recall. There was a lot yeah, of cakes. A lot of pie. Yeah, you know, some turkey legs. Yeah, yeah. A lot of fair food. Yeah. A lot, a lot of deep of fried fair. stuff. A lot of deep fried. Which why is everything at the fair deep fried? Last time I went to the fair, I was like, what if I can, can I just get like a pokey bowl? Does everything have to be deep fried in the fair? Yeah. It's like they assume that's like your one channel. You know, it's really fucked up when you win a prize and they deep fry it and then they give it to you. And you're like, yeah, I gotta, gotta eat this now. You know what else is funny about the fair? <laughs> Doesn't take a whole lot for us to get sidetracked here. <laughs> At no point, if you had been in a, any grocery store and there was like a nine, a giant like pink panda, at no point would you be like, I don't want that in my house. Like, you don't. And it's like, you look at the price, it's like, it's on sale for five bucks. And you're like, I don't care, I don't need that. Yeah. And you see it at the fair, suddenly it's like, God, I would do anything to get that pink giant panda. In my... And all you gotta do is like make this basketball shot, and you're like, I can do this. This is in my skill range. I think I can win that giant pink panda. I've made this shot nine times out of 10. There was one time I remember I was at Santa Monica with a girl, and I tried to win her something, because she said she liked flamingos, and I had flamingos. And Damn, I took, that's twenty dollars right there. I took three shots in the, the hoop. I literally paid three times and I missed <laughs> all of them and I was just like I just gave up on it. I was like, it's now it and it's fine. I like how much for the flamingo. It almost like shows how much you're really into the girl. You're like, do I am I down to just keep spending money on it? Because like there's had to have been times. It's gotta happen almost on a daily basis. Where there's a guy who's like, I'm not leaving here until I win this girl a flamingo. And then he's taken he spent like all the money he earned this month. Mm-hmm. And he's like Fuck! And he's certain, getting mad. Yeah, at a certain point, it's not even like cute anymore. It's not she even left. Like, yeah, he's yeah. still trying to win it. No, fuck that! This fucking rim is fucked up. Like, yeah. what's that rim made out of? Yeah. Is that fiberglass? Is that? Is this? He wants to measure it. He has Damn like, it. measuring tape. Is that rim regulation, regulation size or what? Regulation, I think, comes out a lot. It, I think that's oh, that's it. I think when it did happen, what I realized, because at a certain time it rimmed out. One of my shots rimmed out, and I was like, something's wrong here. Yeah. This is not a regular hoop because I would have drained that last one. That was a swish all day. What is that? So you went one for three in your opinion? I went, yeah. Well, I, maybe I should have been three for three. Okay. But, you know, fuck fairs. They're they're all cheap. Where is that cop at? Can you can you decide if you're gonna like be a a crook catching rebel or just be a car that just kind of drives quietly? All right. I think you listened to me. Okay, so, so the 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 question is I the like whole the transformation, story. the whole story. So you like him going from like I'm kind of a boss lawyer, but he's like, afraid of flying. He doesn't even want to fly in an airplane. He's afraid of flying. Is that right? Huh. Even though he used to be the guy that flew in tights and just, but hey, if you want to be Peter Pan, guess what? Doesn't you gotta rock the tights, bro? We need to actually sit down and just watch Hook because I know it's a classic movie. It's so great. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I feel like I remember at a, a later. So then, like later in life, he comes back and he's like Dad Peter again. But now he's like learned how to be like fun dad, and I feel like I remember him saying like, "What did I tell you about these windows? Yeah, yeah. Always leave them open." Yeah. And it's like the show that he's like fun dad, right? Yeah. But like, 
Look at me Why? now. Yeah. Do we do we need like hey, what if it's cold? Then yeah. like actually I might fall out. I don't know. Do I have to always have him open? And then he turns into like, fuck up no. mean dad because he comes in and the window's closed. Why the fuck is this window closed? Yeah. It's cold in here, Dad. It's I cold. don't know. I Dad, said the fucking window is always open. And there he goes. See? Yeah. Vicious cycle. He overdid it. He, but he lived a, a pretty cool. It life. was a cool experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's he, a, that's that's got to be mine. I mean, you got to experience the whole Peter Pan thing in like a quick nutshell. So that's really cool. quick. Okay. I always liked the ones growing up where a kid got to experience the accomplishment of what you'd want in life. So I'm thinking rookie of the year. And I'm thinking Major League. Mm. Two great baseball movies. Yeah. One in which the kid got to become a pitcher for the Chicago Cubs in Rookie of the Year. And Major League when uh, Billy Billy Haywood got to become the manager of the Minnesota Twins. Oh, was, Little Big League. Was that what I thought? Of, oh, was I saying Major League? Major League. Little Big League. Little okay. Big League. Oh, okay. okay. Little Big League, great movie. Because, like, yeah. He like, takes over the Minnesota Twins. You get to become the just the manager and the owner or whatever. Which, by the way, should have raised a few more eyebrows. Like, his grandpa leaves him the Twins. It's kind of like back in the day in the early kingdoms when the king died and the king was like four and became king. And it was like, shouldn't somebody have stepped in and be like, this is fucking crazy, right? How does everybody not realize this? We can't actually have a kid running our kingdom. Am I taking crazy pills? This is batshit. We can have him like waiting in the wings. You can be like the face of a franchise. Right. When you're ready, you can actually become, but like, do you, we really want a kid running shit? I went to the King Tut Museum recently and they had all his old stuff. I never really knew this. King Tut was only a king aged nine to 19. So when he became king, he was literally like a kid and there was like a kid's chair and like this was his king chair. And I was like, can you imagine actually having a king like run shit? Like, At nine years old. I did always feel in Rookie of the Year, why could, was he not scouted out better? Like, he had his one pitch. He had a fastball, and it was pretty much right down the middle. Yeah. He literally was like, launch the arm back and fire. And these are professional hitters. Like, all it would take is a little bit of scouting to be like, uh, this kid's like broken arm for some reason makes him throw fast. But he does this. And his arm does a little... Smash it. Get that shit, get and it's like a little twitch in it when he throws it, too. Which, by the way, is not a thing that happens. You don't... You don't break your arm and suddenly you can throw like 100 miles an hour. Like it doesn't. How many kids do you think tried to break their arm after that movie because they thought they could Four. play the big? That's a good number. Four I kids think did that it. Sounds accurate. I don't think it was a bunch of kids, but like some kids. Are, kids are kids are stupid. Do it. <laughs> Is that a line from the movie? No, that's just a kid asking him to have his arm broken so he can become a major league slip pitcher. Slip on a baseball. At least half of them try to do it the exact same way. Like, slip on a baseball and be like, no, no. For some reason, when I think of what I would like to experience, I go back to my childhood when I would watch movies and be like, I wanted to be Billy Haywood in Little Big League, and I wanted to be the kid in Blank Check. I don't know what it says about me that I haven't aged my thoughts as what I actually would like to experience, but uh, just to throw an adult one in there, you know what I'd like to be? I'd like to be in the house party from House Party. Just be in the party? Yeah. That scene where they're dancing to oh, full yeah. force. I want to play that right now for you because I still hear I've seen them all. I was thinking of another one. It was uh, House Party 2, the Pajama Jammy Jam. They made on multiple house parties? Are you kidding me? Did they have Kid and Play in both of them? I'm definitely not kidding you. Whenever I hear this song, I immediately want to be in the party. In this scene where they're get, like, because like it makes me want to dance. My favorite music is stuff that like when you hear it, you're just like, dude, I want to not only be dancing right now, but I want to be in the perfect scene for where this dance makes sense. Can we just have a dance break on the podcast real quick? Is that cool? <laughs> We're just going to get up on some hype real quick. I recommend everybody else start dancing too. Just go ahead and start a dance party wherever you're at. I'm going to get one of those clocks to say, we'll return at five. We used to, and we did used to do this in college. We'd be like, okay, five minute dance party. Yeah, real and quick. We, and then we would literally just, and you know what? It worked. It always did. We would literally just turn up the music and everybody in the room, it's like at that point. Everyone would dance. If you weren't dancing, then like you didn't you fit. You, didn't you, weren't, fit you weren't invited next Like, time. no, no, no. You weren't invited to the next dance party. I, I listen to this song regularly. And um, every time, no matter where I'm at, if I'm running on the beach, if I'm running on the strand, I literally have a dance breakdown at wherever I'm standing. And you know, like, it's, it, that's my favorite kind of music. The ones that get you moving no matter where you're at. And like, even if other people standing around aren't hearing the music, they're feeling it. You smile and nod, and now you're like kind of jamming with them, even though you can't hear it. That's what this does to me. This, this this podcast has completely veered off course. 
<laughs> but you knew it was going this way. Yeah. Inevitably, it was going to end into a. It was going to end up in a dance party. Come on. Not all who wander are lost. I was really hoping that this would end with us doing a kid and play dance, and uh, I'm really happy it did because that means that it's. If I have any podcast that ends with us doing a kid and play dance, and ultimately it was a success, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have to agree. This is usually how our conversations go. We have three things we got to talk about, and we end up dancing the kid and play. Imagine just ending any conversation with a kid and play dance, like in public, yeah. too. Yeah, I would. Let's make that a thing. Can we? Yeah. Yeah. I Start think a GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even need it. We don't need to bring GoFundMe into this. Just if you see me or Jason in the street and we have a conversation, maybe we're having a pass-by conversation. We don't want to bring stride. But you know a great way to keep that from being awkward? Just as we walk by, just be like, uh, uh, yeah. uh, just get a little bit. And be like, ah, and yeah. then just go. And then go. You don't even have to say words. Just no. Those sounds work. At, the only sounds you need is, uh, 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 uh. see you later, bro. See you later. That's it. That's all we need to do. That's how we should have most interactions. If I was working around the office with you, that's how we would pass each other on a daily basis. Um, so with that, I think uh, I think we're good. I think we've talked for like an hour about bullshit, and uh, we ended up dancing a kid in place. So all in all, successful day. Pretty, pretty nice little Saturday. <laughs> it was a nice little Saturday. Um, we talked about Peter Pan. We talked about age cheddar and we how talked it was about, born. We, we went from age cheddar all the way to getting hyped with some kid in place. So ultimately, I think we win. And so do you, the listener, because you just got three new things to talk about. Take these topics and, and bring them out to your world. That's what. If there's one thing I could do with this podcast, I would like to give you water cooler material. Next time you see your coworker, you know what to say. Be like, hey, what's something that's hard that should be easy? And if they don't know what you're talking about, they're not a good friend. You don't want that person in your life anyways. You don't need that like or follow. No, you don't need, like. you don't need a like or follow. You can actually unfollow them if you're you know. Yeah, then unfollow them. Or you know what? Don't even like them to begin with. There you go. I think we've brought everything back full circle, which to me means it's a complete episode. So, on that note, Jason, thank you so much for making the trek down here to Hermosa Beach up in the Castle Tower and talking about three things with me. Thank you for having me. I, I got some airline miles. So. Right. I look forward to doing this again real soon. As every week, we're going to bring it back with three things. We're going to have another three topics next week. We know J-Way is going to be back in the mix sooner than later, and that means we got to get hyped. <laughs> We gotta get hyped. We gotta get hyped. We're gonna get hyped. That was a, a double double clap clap. That's how that works. So next time, also double double dot clap clap with your friends. Now you know how that works. All right. Let's end the <laughs> big ups, huh? All right. All right. Well, for some reason, actually ending the podcast is literally the hardest part. Oh, there we go. What's well, a hard thing to do? That should be easy. Just ending the podcast. Just, just getting shutting out. up. Just shutting down. We like, I want to keep talking. I, I just want to keep... I'm, I have a microphone in front of me. Why can't I keep this talk going? I'll tell you why. Because it's fucking hot in this room when we need to get out there. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to go explore. So, uh, yeah. Everybody enjoy the rest of your day. And the only way to get out... Is to just get out. And I'm going to pull out mask. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, All right. We are out of here.